Raisin Man Arena. And we're live. And we're live. How's the sound? How's the sound? <laughs> Can I get you guys? I know I already did a sound check, but... I'm going to talk at this volume. I'm going to talk close to the mic. with my lower lip, just barely touching yeah. the, the mic. And I'm going to talk smooth. Smooth like cream. Oh, Fleepy's mm. jazz voice. Smooth <laughs> like butter. <laughs> you guys can't. You guys can't hear, but I'm hearing through the headphones, and it sounds smooth sounds good. like butter. How does my voice sound? Smooth. B- smoother than mine, actually. Oh yes. yes. Well, I studied theater in college. I took a lot of uh, vocal warm up classes, mm. so it's oh, all man. paid off. That's wild that you decided to do that. What did your parents say? Oh. Uh, Nice. They're like, good, good, yeah. No, this is what we want. No, I, did, I didn't actually take any theater classes. I thought you were a theater major. I was a performance studies major. Oh, Different more, thing. It's more reading PDFs and learning about like race and space and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Don't yeah. A- don't ask me how it's related to performance, though. Or I, I won't. Okay. <laughs> That's settled. I like that um, here live, if we look over at the chat on the TV, it looks like we're kind of looking at the chat in the virtual space because you know it's to the left of us. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's true. Like, oh. It's like, oh, look at... Oh, that is nice. Can yes. I touch it? Wait. No, fuck. I can try and... There. I can touch you, Felipe. Yeah. I can touch you too, Sam. <laughs> Sarah, every time... What, your like your wine is really freaking me out. Your wine is... the wine and where it is and... <laughs> I know you said you were anxious right before we came, but, but yeah. it's no excuse for the wine to be so precarious. This is, this yeah. is a, an $100 couch yeah. that, we, that already came very stained, okay? And nice and teeny tiny. Yeah. And Perfect for no one to sleep on. And uh, mm. it 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 uh, it's a testament to the magic of 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 the movies that it, you we look comfortable and like we're having fun. Actually, d- just be beyond the boundaries of the camera, just total discomfort. Like cables yeah. everywhere, <laughs> our feet mm-hmm. can barely touch the ground. It's true. We yeah. can't move too far, or we'll be out of the camera. Felipe so, and Sam's roommate is mere feet away yes. from us. They yeah. didn't reserve the living room for tonight, so he's allowed to be here. Yeah. And you gotta do <laughs> you whatever to he wants. Two weeks in advance. <laughs> we didn't put the request on a in. Website. He won't go in his room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well, I'm. This is the first time we're doing it. Um, like in person with each other, uh, is it dangerous? Are we taking a risk? Of course. But We're, do we have to to grow? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, precisely. It's a risk I'm willing to take. You know when people are like, this is maybe not fair, but you know when people are like, you can't tell people to not go outside because... Of course, there's Corona on one hand, but there's mental health on the other. And I'm always like, come on, that's, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, that's a bunch on. of bullshit. That. That's funny. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, sh- saying that. sure, we're not getting Corona, but we're we're uh, contracting the other disease, the mental he- mental health. Oh, you, you mean is it a risk for us to be physically together? I thought you meant a creative risk for us to do. Why would it be creative risk? <laughs> if anything, I, I think that the Raisin Man uh, Twitch stream is only blossoming. I feel like there's no risk. There is no risk. Okay, okay yeah, never. I take back what I say about it having been a risk. Yeah, I guess physically it is. We're in a pod together. I was going to say that on Instagram, but then I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with the caveats and like, oh, I'm following the rules. Like, I am following the rules, but I don't need to make a big thing out of it, mm. right? You I know? still can't tell whether it's in whether it's cool to shame people for... Uh, for breaking the rules. People are still doing (laughs) tweets that are like, I see you partying. Like, because when Corona first started, it was always like, 
oh, I see. I go by bars and everybody's out there. <laughs> and then it was like, and then there was another counter discourse that was like, just chill out. Let people do whatever. The f it's fine if they're outdoors. Like you remember it's when the that, government, right? It's the government. We should be shaming. Yeah. But you remember when that picture came out of like, uh, oh, where was it? In they were Queens? in Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Protesters, the video of people coming by, they were at brunch and the protesters came by. No, that's not the, I'm thinking of the one where early, co early Corona, everybody was ne super neurotic. And then this uh, picture came out of, this park filled with people and everyone was like mm, white people mm. white people are out in full force do you mm. remember this picture i remember that yeah but then later on the discourse shifted so it was like oh no that's okay because they're outside they're wearing masks it's for okay. their mental health yeah mental health i, I don't know. tell you what though it's all white people in this image right it's here. true you know? yeah it's true. It's, true. It's, true. it's true people will be saying oh look at them yeah, yeah that's funny i mean We've kind of tied our fates together uh, months ago, so it is what it is. I wasn't even thinking about that risk, but I was worried about tonight because I was just with Edie. I don't know if she's in the chat. And she said that um, she and Eliza do their podcast live together to a camera like this and that it, it gave her like a, a massive anxiety attack doing it Why? once. Something about this, like this dimension of it. We're like staring into a camera lens. It's, it's different than when you're like in your room talking to the video chat, I think, and... So that made me sort of nervous. Mm. But then I really panicked before I got here. So now my cortisol levels are all mm. back down. So mm. I thought the risk of us all being together is the viewers would see, you guys would realize how physically domineering I am. Mm -hmm. We'd see how see. short we are <laughs> yeah, compared exactly. to you, actually. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And my quietness and trepidation on the podcast would immediately yes. disappear. People would be like, oh, he's not a gentle guy. He's just like a beta. Like, he, yeah. he just can't. It's not that he's small and quiet. It's He's big, but he just can't. Yeah. it's I don't have the, the, the mental heft, really. Uh, oh. Okay, why are you guys sitting on a small couch? Comment. Good question. And but right across from us is a much bigger couch. Yes. Um, we're because this is where the most light is. Um, we felt we we wanted our faces to be well lit, and also it's fun to snuggle with your friends, even in mm. you get a little times. something yeah. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's true. The rubbing. Yeah. That's true. I'm getting energy from from Sarah, from the warmth from Sarah's shoulder. <laughs> and I'm getting like a little bit of excitement seeing that wine glass kind of we'll fly around. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm just being an asshole. This is the first show all over each other. Yeah, man. It, what? No, it sure is. I'm I'm excited to see if we will be much more responsive to each other. In, now that we're in the same room. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it's... No, not so, so far, far no. but we're only in the first 10. And that ton of... You I'm kind of bored, actually. I'm going to go to my computer. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just looked at my phone. I thought maybe it was going to be podcast-related. <laughs> I wasn't. I won't be taking any more texts. I did just get a text from Hannah. She said, do you want to talk later? Sure. If you're not mad. But you should say not right now because we're doing no, Raisin yeah. Man and you right. should and tune you should in. get on. Yeah. And listen. Although if Hannah does want to talk right now, she could get on the chat and you guys could have whatever she conversation she, she wanted to have she needs to say. Say, yeah her piece it's true yeah guys, let's jump into the election yep are you ready uh yes. let's do path the path to uh 420 what's how many votes do you need from the electoral college don't know. Don't know. Don't, don't know. know, brother. I thought you were talking about smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. No, you know how they say the path to 570 560 don't know. Don't know. Oh man, I wish I wasn't on a podcast. I wish I wasn't on a podcast with a couple of dumbasses, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of absolute idiots. Yeah. I should be the kind of political wonk of the podcast, you know. But I haven't done my homework really. Yeah, and I could be the 
emotions over facts. Yes. And yes. I'll do the jokes. And so we'll as I usually do. I leave the riffs and I do the impressions. And stuff. <laughs> um, Wait, um, Pedro says he's on a date. On Zoom on Raisin Man. I don't understand if you're joking or if you're really on a Zoom date and you've turned Raisin Man on. Wow. That's cool. You're, you're like, these are my friends and they they do a podcast. Why don't you come join? It's like, I guess it's like taking a date to a comedy show. Kind of. Yeah. But if you're also on Zoom, it's like already you're far away from, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're looking at your screen, but then you kind of look at the Twitch right. stream. And you're like, oh, sorry, right. I wasn't listening. To <laughs> watching my friend. We're talking about our depression. And, and he's like, so, um. How how long have you been living in uh, Miami? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make me look bad. Is is long distance? It's long distance. That's how he P- says. Pedro, mm. it, it's um, it's actually been talked about before among us three uh, outside of uh, recordings, but we all think you're a cool and handsome and smart person. It's true, and we like the little Instagram filters you use on Instagram. Yeah. So keep it up, man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, and if you're the date, boy, have you found the lucky catch. You found catch. somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pedro is really a catch. Pedro's a good guy. Could I have you talking to the mic, like, closer to the mouse? Me? Are you looking at me or yeah, Sarah? Yeah, it's not me. Okay, no, cool. I'm doing a good Sarah's job. speaking quite, quite exactly Thank you. to the specific Thank you. Well, the way we're set well, up, it's hard to see on the sight lines. It's hard for me to see if you're looking at Sarah. Oh, okay. Well, I have a subject of something we could talk about. Oh, please. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, the election didn't really do it. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm down to, I'm down to, talk, about, I'm down to talk about the election. I mean, I, and look, we already are, are experiencing such a dearth of subjects to talk about on the podcast <laughs> that we should not burn through the election. There's plenty of, there's plenty, there's plenty of stuff. Now, so we should, there's plenty of stuff. But would your thing do well as a prelude to the election? No. So let's talk about the election. Okay. Just put, look, put a pin on it. Put a bookmark in it and put a star on it. Yes. We'll come back to it. I don't want to burn through topics when we need as many topics. We need to fill an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. How much have we done? Yeah. Um, about ten minutes. Okay. Okay. And so if the, any, yeah, if anyone else is on a date, let us know because that could be another five. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Sam, you look like you're about to do freestyle rap. <laughs> mom's spaghetti on my sweater on my mom's sweater already yeah it's funny talking into a mic like this this is my first time using this mic style for the podcast and it is the kind of mic you would use for doing stand-up comedy and it reminds me of how i don't particularly miss performing live and, and i love running into comedians i haven't seen in a while and asking them if they miss performing and they all say no as long as no one's allowed to perform i feel like a lot of people feel really good about right not what, performing. what was really what was really impu- like the impulse for us was the feeling the feeling that other people were getting good while you weren't totally totally better. yeah so when then what's the goal if nobody likes to do it just to um get rest get rested yeah and then- <laughs> I was thinking that, like, once coronavirus is over on January 1st, <laughs> we'll start doing mics again and it'll be like, oh, I'll, I was thinking to myself yesterday, like, oh, man, I'm going to have to talk to all these people again, mm. you know, like, oh because of coronavirus, like, I really just receded into talking to my best friends and Dude, now I'm going to have to talk to people it's I'm not true. friends with. It's true. I feel my friendliness draining from my body like i'm not friendly anymore i used to think of that as one of my traits like what's like a superhero movie where they get their power drained out of them i feel like that's like a common uh well superman whenever he gets kryptonite superman when he gets kryptonite 
other times yeah it happens that, when the late there's that lady who's the part of uh the first x-men and her powers that she drains other people of their yeah. power so oh like i that. like mystique she touches someone and she turns into them and she's really hot mm. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking i like about? the guy who shoots lasers out of his yeah, eyes me too. cyclops me too. But so my special power is to be friendly and kind and I don't yes. feel it anymore. Yeah. And I just feel like sometimes I'll see like a friend of a friend or like I was shooting a video and there are people I didn't know on the set and I didn't ask them how many siblings they had and like <laughs> what state they were Classic from mistake. and what is an interesting trivia about their state and what who what, what assumptions might I have about. Yeah. Well, you um, know, you one likes to convince themselves that the reason that they're being friendly to people is 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 not out of self-interest. It's not because they have something to give you. It's because you genuinely want to build community. But yeah. it's not until it's not until they people lose their leverage that you realize, oh no, it really was from self-interest. Was... I really was being friendly because I wanted to get booked. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> am I the only am I the only one who thinks this way? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think that's that's part of my my sort of sense of exhaustion in my thought yesterday that like, wow, I'm going to have to do all that all over again, you mm. know, cause those people will matter to me. Dude, I don't, more. do you really think, I don't think it's that close. Like it's not really in the horizon that no. we're going to start doing mics for me. No, no. In fact, the, the anticipation of being bored in conversations with strangers is already uh, an optimistic thought. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's funny. That makes me think of how um, I'm not, as I said, if you listen to our bonus pre-recorded episode, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. So if anybody wants to invite me to their Thanksgiving, you can. Um, but I felt sad to think of all the things that I'm not going to get to tell my family about when they, because they always want to know what's going on with me and with my comedy stuff. And I, and I want to tell them about how my friend Seth, the owner of the stand hates my friend Seth. And he wrote a medium post about how he hates Seth and he called Seth's poetry deranged and he posted oh, yeah. Seth's poems in it. And I'm in that poem and I could Whoa. have told my family about that. Yeah. Whoa. So I won't be getting to share, you know, those little special things. Damn, that's, that stuff's popping off, right? That's popping yeah, off. I Seth haven't, in read, the stand Seth, I haven't read the thing yet about how the comedy clubs are screwing us, yeah. but it's on my to-do list. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Who, uh, <laughs> uh, who, uh, who did you uh, guys vote for? I'm still on this thing that we should get through no, something, about something about the election. But I do want to talk about this. I mean, that's more interesting. No, no, no. Let's talk about the election. Well, then we'll circle back, and then it'll all kind of weave together. And yes, it's that, true. It's um, true. Uh, so I voted for Joe Biden. Nice. nice. And I got a text on, was it Friday morning from Sam saying that he and Felipe were coming to vote near my house and they were going to get in line. And did I want them to do I did I want to hang out? And I was like. Thank God he texted me. This is my last chance. I'm going to race over and meet them in the line. And I'm going to um, convince them to vote for Joe Biden. That's so funny. Yes. <laughs> this is my last shot. And um, by the time I texted Sam to be like, so are you guys in the line or what's up? He and Felipe had already voted and gone home. That was why you wanted to hang out with us? To convince us? I, that was my, yeah. What what kind of verbal tricks and yeah, what, um, what, what case, what, logic? I was yeah, just, what was the case you were going to make? I was going to keep going the line. I've been working with you guys. Just like, come on. But <laughs> you want Trump to be president? You want Trump, Trump to be president? <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess that, I haven't that thought that of that. Works on me, dear, I guess I didn't, dear listener. That I didn't works think. On me I didn't think of that. Time. <laughs> yeah, but so they they got around it, and I didn't get my last chance in, and so it's just tell people what you got to say to them before it's too late. You know? Well, and, I mean, to be fair, you did you did try to work us. I did. You did try to like convince us before, so I think I think you got you know you got your tries in, and it wasn't gonna work. What 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 could I have said that would have um, I can't think of anything. Maybe something where it was like, uh, if you don't do it, I'm going to be really upset with you. And then I'd be like, oh, I'll do it just to preserve my friendship with Sarah. But, huh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, so but not even, honestly, but not even. Because then you'd be like, but if, if Sarah was my true friend, she would, let she me would do understand this. Yes. that I have to. It was funny. As I was, uh, as I was walking to the polls, I was remembering, I was sort of calling back up like the whole Bernie saga, which, you know, at this point is. Uh, ancient history but I was just sort of working myself up and like getting back like just making my blood boil like just getting angry all over mm. again and being like those motherfuckers well it was upsetting to me that I keep hearing the statistics about like the youth voters are turning out in historic numbers and I'm like damn wait so it is happening then like the thing that would have needed to happen for Bernie to win in the first place is happening like young people are coming out, people who don't historically vote. You know, that was what his coalition depended on. Like, those people are turning out to vote for Joe Biden, so would they have, in theory, turned out for Bernie and maybe more people? Could he have won the general election? I and mean, that guess, makes me sad. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I did believe that, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Caroline says, uh, why didn't you guys vote for Biden? Hey, but why? I missed the beginning. Can you guys catch me up? All right, look, listen, the whole point of the stream is you drop in, you drop out, and we can't be catching everybody up. We can't be, you know. You catch us up. Where have you been? What have you been doing? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in fact, uh, no, you can't rewind this. You can't rewind the stream on Twitch. Listen, Jeremy, just get up tomorrow morning, go to twitchtv.felipedepoi, and you'll <laughs> see the whole episode uh, is kept on there for two weeks. So in Including the stuff we edited out of the iTunes Oh, version. it's true. <laughs> if ever we've edited something out of uh, of an iTunes episode, it will most likely be on the Twitch uh, <laughs> channel because I don't have the time to edit that yeah. shit out. So if any, ever we... usually about me having sex with somebody <laughs> yeah. and making a joke about sleeping with somebody. That I'm worried like is going to impact my career in some way. <laughs> Sam yeah. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay. We got some more letters in from our, our listeners. I missed the, I watched the People hunt. People are wondering why we didn't vote for Joe Biden. I'm at home wondering what I, d I did. I'll say again, I voted for Wait, Joe Biden. Wait, who's Siegfried again? That's Caroline. Ah, oh, cool. Hey, Caroline. My laptop died. Damn Fuck. it, Carly. Carly. I'm not catching. Okay, fine. Let's just catch him up. So where do we start? We started with. Um, so we're all in the same room. Yep. We're in a yeah, pod. We're in the same, the same room. room. Will yeah. is in the room with us. Uh, right off eating screen, <laughs> eating a bowl of soup. And yeah, yeah, not listening to the podcast, listening to something else on his computer. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, he's tuned us out. That's good because he's not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd rather know you weren't listening. <laughs> um, we've tried. We've uh, my goal has been to get Will sort of on on the stream or to stream with us or, or be, be on the sort podcast. of a character, even an off screen character who were like he's yelling from the other room yes. or something funny, but he doesn't. <laughs> Well, but we're one step closer now, and I think <laughs> you'd yell from the other room. 
That's good enough for me at first. And then we sort of slow. Get him on. Yeah. We get him to start riffing. And once he feels the power, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I want to like it. He can be our producer. Soon work the camera and set up, cook us dinner. So we don't have to uh, cook dinner. I thought about getting, uh, I thought about getting takeout. Oh, okay. Caroline wants to talk about, do we have to talk about the Biden thing? Let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about this. Do you guys even want to watch the election on Tuesday or you just, I kind of thought I would just like somehow black out that time and not watch it come in. But I guess what else am I going to do? I think, I think news is kind of fun and exciting. No, Mm -hmm. but I don't understand. I'm. If, in spite of the fact that I didn't vote for Joe Biden, it's going to be stressful for me to watch. Because you want like, him to win? This is an ironic thing I discovered is that Felipe does want Joe Biden to win. I, but and I it, want him to win, too. And Sam wants him to yeah. win, too, but they did not vote for him. Although, Square uh, that. it's like, it's like, it's. I did, someone did say this on Twitter. They were like, it's win-win. And I, I, in a sort of twisted way, it's like, it's if, lose, if Trump, if it's both lose-lose and win-win, but it's like, if Trump wins, the, I will see the other thing that I wanted was just to see the Democrats punished. <laughs> I want to see the Democratic Party punished. Mm. I want to see them just punished. And, and, and unfortunately, they won't learn their lesson. I don't think they will. But maybe they could. Maybe they could. And, and you know, that, that would be a, a small uh, mm. consolation prize. That's interesting that you think that they would feel punished and that they could potentially learn something from that when the only lesson that they would learn would be to blame it on the Bernie supporters and say Absolutely. that it was their fault. Absolutely. That's what they would do. That's what they would do. But there would be... There would be people around the country who would be like, it's like, I can't believe this twice. They would they would think that there would be people around the country who were smart enough to see like, no, it wasn't the Bernie supporters. I have to wake up from the slumber. Mm. I have to I have to take the veil off and see what's really happening, which is that you can't. This is not a time for for neoliberalism. Yeah, I guess I guess the theory is like, oh, if, if Joe Biden, if enough people voted for a different candidate, that Joe Biden would win New York by a small enough margin that he'd be like, oh, wow, the, there's like a progressive force that I would have to reckon with. Hmm. Um, and that's how you develop leverage within the Democratic Party, you know. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's difficult because how, how does a progressive movement develop leverage with like a candidate when, if the candidate expects that the progressive wing is going to vote for them anytime, so they don't need to create policies that appeal to the progressive wing. Right. The only, the counter argument to that though, is that we're not abstaining from voting for Joe Biden in any kind of a strategic way. There's not like an organized abstention happening. It's really down to the individual. So in that sense, it's like what we did, which was not voting for him or writing in Bernie. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a strategic or, 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 or kind of collective impact. That would be what I would say against what, what we did. Yeah, I guess, but, um, then why would people argue you voting for Biden in the first place? You know, like, I guess it, there's one argument, which is vote your moral conscience on an individual level and everyone should do that. And that's fine. And I can explain that one could argue. I could argue easily why I wouldn't want to vote for Biden on an individual level. But then there's a, the other argument, which is, well, Joe Biden's the candidate for the democratic party. And he's the only person who has the opportunity to beat Trump. So, you should vote for him um, because he's like the real candidate. So I think it's like it's unfair if, if you argue sort of str- a, a kind of strategic um, 
strategically on one hand and, and kind of uh, moralistically on the other hand, like one argument is a kind of um, strategic, what's the word, like um, uh, realist argument and the other is like a kind of moralistic sort of And you think they're getting mixed up or mixing the yeah. two arguments up? Yeah, I, and I guess it's, it's unfair to like pivot to the other if some person's arguing, addressing the the first one to the other well, well i think my so the reasoning that i well it the reasoning i arrived at was actually to justify an emotional feeling i had which was anger mm-hmm. and disappointment um but i think my thinking is that basically in new york it doesn't matter if, if it's like a strategic if it's a strategic matter it doesn't matter whether we vote or not like he's you know new york is a reliably uh blue state um so once that question is out of the way I think that there is, uh, and I agree with you, Sam. It's like there is a value in just in just voicing discontent, and and it's and it's like totally, you know, impotent. Like you know, that's what my parents were saying. It's like, well, it's not going to do anything. It's like, that's eh, you know, it's like either way, we're getting fucked. So you know, it's not going to do anything for me to vote for Biden either. It's like it's it's a pathetic gesture in you know in, <laughs> in, in both directions. In both directions, right? Yeah. Exactly. But, so but, but, but basically, voting. what I thought is yeah. when Bernie was running, I I said to the people around me that I loved, I was like, look, if Bernie doesn't win, I'm not going to vote. And I said it as a kind of. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a negotiation tactic. I was like, you should know, you know, a uh, middle-aged person in my life, elder person in my life who doesn't think Bernie can win. You should know that me and my friends won't vote for Joe Biden. And that's what I said. And I said it strategically. I was like, that is, that's like my, my pitch. Like young people are not going to vote for Joe right, Biden. And if leverage that way. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, and if, and if I'm going to make that be, and you know, if you have to be willing to walk away from a negotiation and we lost negotiation, it's like, then I'm, and then I'm willing to walk away. It's like, you know, you you like buy a used car you're like hey i'll take it for whatever the ten dollars yeah. and they're like no it's gonna be a hundred and then you're like okay i wanted the car but i have to be willing to walk away from the negotiation to have any sure. leverage because otherwise it doesn't matter i think that's all interesting sort of theoretically to me personally i can't get past the like existential threat of Wait, like trumping president hold oh, on something wrong i don't know are we is the stream going it looks frozen it look up can you guys see us hey people in the chat is is it frozen Oh, wait, hold on. You guys keep vamping. I'm going to figure out I think it has to do with the camera. Yeah, the existential threat of Trumping president seems significant enough to me. I do think it, there's a difference. Some people say there's not a difference between Trump and Biden being president. I think that that's like totally insane, and I don't get that at all. Um, and I can't allow it to happen. So, yeah. But yeah. you also voted in Maryland. Yes, which is a, mostly a blue state, though it has a Republican governor, so it's a little purple or whatever. Uh, something I think is kind of interesting, you know, tell me if I'm gender essentializing this in a way you think it's inaccurate, but I see mostly men making the argument that they didn't want to vote for an accused rapist on, uh, you know, Twitter or Instagram where they talk about this. And to me, that seems extremely, uh, maybe not extremely, but kind of facile. You know, we live in a rape culture. The, mm. the rapists are rampant. It's not a, about individual people being rapists, which, you know, I believe, you know, surely that they are. And I think that that's fucked and that rapists shouldn't be president, but it's a rape culture. It so predominates and, like, invades all aspects of our life and world that uh, th- that, to me, could not be a singular factor on which I would decide whether or not to vote for somebody. I, I don't even know how I could live in this world if it was like, oh, I can't engage in any way with anyone who participates in a violent sexual culture. Everyone does. So right. completely. Yeah. Right. But I don't no, get that. I'm sure there's people who I know and I'm close with who are rapists. And yes. I don't even know that they are, you know? Yes. It's like so all encompassing that I'm like, oh, so you're not going to. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Is it, does that seem crazy? Uh, 
various people on social media who are uh, leftists, and I get it, and um, I also especially get it if you're a victim of any kind of sexual violence, and if that's the stance that you want to take. Um, Change the but. camera here. So we're going to be on this camera for a little while, and then I'll come back to this one. The, the, the battery ran out. Oh, I'm so close to Sarah's face. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, wow, look. <laughs> that was an optical illusion. I was actually... <laughs> we're still figuring out the kinks on this whole but system. No, no, dear viewers, that I'm actually very big in person, even though I look small and far away. Wait, keep vamping a little bit. Let me see if I can fix this problem in a different way. Okay. Well, we can change the subject. That actually makes me sort of upset to talk about. Okay. Um, not the election, but the, the rape stuff is really disturbing um, uh but it just you know does, did i articulate what i'm trying to say yes no yeah. i think you did i think you did articulate what you're yeah, trying to say like, uh, everyone's a rapist so just vote for a rapist, <laughs> so so just vote a rapist in office who cares like everybody's raping so you might as well it. yeah I, I understand what you mean <laughs> i feel the same way uh, <laughs> it's like why cancel anybody everybody's raping so you might as well just um yeah. <laughs> damn well, i was listening I, to go ahead i was listening to an episode of this american life this week maybe i said this to you guys already in real life and the theme was trapped in little spaces and it was like <laughs> <laughs> the first story was about um, a professor and his two children get trapped in an elevator and he teaches his Zoom class from the elevator. Wow. Like, what the fuck? Is I it? hate This American Life ones that are like <laughs> those kinds of themes. I like when they do like investigative research. Me too. When they do like that, that is like literally someone who works there's friend heard a funny story. Yeah. And then they follow yeah. up with it in a way I that is totally that. unnecessary and uninteresting. Ones. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was the first story. The final story was about how the Phantom of the Opera orchestra pit um, has been in that pit for 32 years and they all hate each other and they're really contained in a small space together. And that story was funny. And in the middle was a story about um, two Nicaraguan um, political refugees who were seeking asylum in the United States and ICE um, apprehended them and immediately handed them back over to the Nicaraguan police, you know, like put them on a plane and flew them right back. And it was so disturbing to me. And it was sandwiched in between these two like extremely anodyne silly slice of life stories that I was just like oh my god I can't you know when you said ice apprehended them the way you pronounced it it sounded like you said I apprehended them man <laughs> took them <laughs> said, not like, right now we have a lot going yeah, on here it so better you stay in your country why'd you yeah. apprehend these guys leave them alone so I don't know well, my point about that is just like I've just been feeling this weird kind of like surreal feeling, as I'm sure a lot of people are all the time of like, wait, is that normal? Is this what this American life usually sounds like? Like, it's just like really fucked oh, up. I'd love Five to tune stories of deporting immigrants. <laughs> yeah, I'd love, to, exactly. this week. I'd love exactly. to be like, huh, I wonder what this American life is up to. And I turn it on and it's Ira Glass and he's like, blood, 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 <laughs> blood. I'm like, well, I guess nobody's been listening to it. So it's just, it's just become this like sort of surreal. <laughs> yeah. That's Ira Glass is doing like a uh, Longmont Potion Castle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, calling people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That would be cool. Man, you know, I met Ira Glass once. Mm -hmm. That's right. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I was at a march at my college and uh, he was doing a piece on it. And uh, he went up to my ex-girlfriend at the time, who was a real like Ira Glass head. And... Um, she was not an organizer of the march. It was like a climate march. And he goes up to her and I see from far away that she's just talking and talking and talking. And I thought, huh, I wonder what she's saying. I wonder how much she knows about this march. We both found out about it because of a piece of paper on the wall. And then I went up to her and I said, what did you say to Ira Glass? 
And she said, I don't know, I kind of blacked out. Whoa. She's like, I kind of, I don't know what I said Such to him. Such is his power. Yeah. Tell us about a time you <laughs> fell in love. So, uh, why, are, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> um, but, and then I heard the piece. When people were, thought they were right, but they turned out to be wrong. And then I heard the piece and he said, I met a young woman who dumped Felipe. She shouldn't have done that. <laughs> what a cool guy he was. I talked to him afterwards. He's a cool, nice guy. Why did she dump him? <laughs> and I said, huh, cool. What is this story about? It was about climate change. <laughs> I don't know why he snuck that in. <laughs> Uh, she listens to the podcast, right? Yeah, it was no, a joke, wait, but in every no, joke, wait, there's a little element of truth. No, 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 she doesn't. She doesn't. She's a different. Uh, she's a different. Uh, different girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Really? Whoa! Oui. You're pulling the rug out from under us. Which Damn. ex-girlfriend? Name them. <laughs> Do I know them? Mm, I think so. Annika. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. The one who got away. The one who got away. Can I tell the funny story about meeting them on the train? Me, uh, sure. Uh, I'm wait, we, what the f- oh, oh, yeah, sure, sure. Go just, ahead. just that she, we, we, I, we saw Annika on the train afterwards, uh, or, or in New York, and she was dating someone who looks exactly like Felipe. <laughs> like, I've never seen more of a spitting image, that, <laughs> and that was Felipe's ex girlfriend, yeah. Wow. She's now someone who looks just like Felipe. Cool. Yeah. We both had the same hair at the time, too. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. A little vindicating. Yeah. Hey, if you like what you like, you know. It's true. It's true. Man, there's a funny story about that relationship that maybe I'll tell some other time. Mm. But we got to get back to the election. Oh, yeah. What you're here we for. We don't want to burn that coverage. subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I do think it's interesting that it's like because we live in uh, a kind of form of government, a two party form of government in which there like really aren't like coalition parties. There are obviously coalitions within each the Democratic and the Republican parties, but there aren't official like party coalitions like there are in a lot of other like democracies that it's it really like dilutes the importance of voting in a lot of cases like I wouldn't Trump like in, in a in a democracy where we had the like first past the post parliamentary style system. Yeah, Man. exactly. <laughs> where there were like eight parties. I wouldn't have to worry about like being under a big tent in which I was in the same tent with people who supported mm-hmm. Biden or like suburban old people in Florida. I would be like, oh, I would just vote in the progressive wing. And then those people would like make a yeah. deal with, with like Biden's party. Everybody you know? should get their own like president that they can vote for that they like. And then all of them can win. And then you just can just tune into that different president's like Twitch stream. Yeah. And that's your president. Yes. Yeah. This, this is my president. This yeah. My, that, and then you and go, I watch him. Not my, that's not other. my president. And the pre- it can be like the president, but it can be like a whole brand. Like it's not just like Bernie. It's like, it's like, like Savage Team. Like Bernie presides over Savage Team. So you just tune into the Twitch stream for Savage Team. And it's like Bernie plus, you know, um, I don't know who else, David Sirota or, you know, all those. Remind me about Savage Team and what that is. It's the thing I made up, but oh. it would be sort of Bernie's, like, <laughs> oh, team. Yeah, then they're all savages, yeah. Yeah, and then you just kind of tune in and everybody gets to, everybody's happy that way. That would I be like cool. That. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 
Well, I voted for you guys in my bias. Really? Like, my best friend's flute dancer. Oh, that's cool. Wow. <laughs> That's really sweet. I should have thought of that. I should have written Raisin Man Arena on my ballot. Raisin Man Arena. Huh. Yeah. Abby's asking us which candidate is hotter. And to me, it's obviously Biden. Biden I is, think it's Biden too. Biden but, is hotter, but there's like a kind of kink factor to Trump. Yeah, and Trump's a better talker, I think. And yeah. he also dances really well. Did you see that TikTok dance? Someone yes. turned, turned his dance into a TikTok. Oh, I think so. Very so cute. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But did you read this is like so many news cycles ago, the uh I think it was a porn star or a sex worker who describes what Trump's penis looks like. It looks like a mushroom. You know, and it looks like yeah, uh the mushroom carrot toad from Hold on though. Nintendo that was like that was <laughs> that was that was that was, <laughs> that was supposed to be an own. That was supposed yeah. to be a roast, but all penises look like mushrooms. No. Not mine, brother. No. What? Yeah. What does yours look like? Mine looks like a big like a big pepper <laughs> pepper grinder like Very a 9 cool. inch long pepper <laughs> grinder. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With a beach ball at the end of it. Whoa. <laughs> really? Yeah. Whoa. Um I, what about you, Sarah? What does yours look what like? What does your uh, penis look like? I, um, it looks uh, like Toad from Nintendo. Is, You're right. Cool. Yeah. Can, can I, is does it ma- is it does it matter what the shape of the penis is? Like, is that a funny bad shape, or is a mushroom shape a good shape? Um, if I was about to have sex with somebody and the, the penis was a, a shape that I was like, that's a really distinctive shape. I think yeah. that inherently would be I, something. Wait, do you think that when she said, do you think that when she suck at her back, it's just a, a, a noticeable shape. <laughs> do you yeah. think that when she said that it's shaped like toad, that she meant that it also has the toad's body and little arms. And a little vest. And little, little vest. <laughs> 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 and it's like, oh, like, yeah. it's, and it's, it's driving very a car. sweet and gentle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Will, come in here. We're talking about penises. Speaking of, Will's haircut makes his head look like a, a mushroom. A stool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else about the election that's sort of exciting is that all this talk about like how uh, Trump could just not cede the power and it could just be contested. It's kind of nice in that, you know, you grew up in the United States and you're like, oh, there's certain things that don't happen here because we're America and we don't have contested elections and the system works perfectly. And then it doesn't. And you're like, we're actually on a roller coaster ride. Anything could happen. Yeah. Like, it's kind it's of like, oh, cool. We're like in Latin America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spicy exactly. Southern countries. Yeah. They act like we have no culture yeah. here. Well, now we do. We're going to start. You know, yeah. Latin we're going to start style, dancing yeah. to great rhythms. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 And stuff on the street. Well, yeah. Using yeah. castanets. Go, go, go yeah. Mm-hmm. Store. Yeah. 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 It is kind of exciting. Eating paella, or is Eating that a sp- pa- Well, that is b- Spanish. That's Spanish in castanets as well. But oh, uh, Spain had some turmoil. Some sort know? of influence on Latin America, right? It's so. true. They did have a big influence, <laughs> uh, namely the Spanish language. Uh, but it would be kind of cool. You know, we just have kind of like 20 years of a military government. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> Sarah has been canceled. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Felipe and Sam canceled by the end of the podcast. I can't be canceled, especially not when talking about Latin America, my home. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, your knee is in the air. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's just for the people watching this. Um, well, someone made this point, which is that, like, in most, um, in most, like, contested elections, it's usually the military that kind of, like, decides between a tie you know they're like well we're gonna support this government or we're gonna support this government and i don't know if trump has the kind of military support needed to kind of break 
break a tie. I would agree. Yeah. I think people are kind of distrustful of him in the military. But prove me wrong. My sister's boyfriend is in the military. So I'll prove you wrong. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in the military. He's not in the military. Pro- okay. You've been proven wrong. No. Damn, Shut down. Fact check. <laughs> tonight we're fact checking. We're finally fact checking the candidates. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I don't think that Trump is really beloved in the military. I think he's seen as like a force that needs to be sort of curtailed and controlled would be my kind of layman's take. So if it is a tie, I think the military is going to go on the side of Biden. You think so? You don't think there's a and lot not, of Trump not heads? The in this? Reason, not my friends who oh. I voted for as president. Uh, oh, uh, Petraeus comes out. Who's the Who's the top military dude? The top guy. I don't know. Who's the top guy right now? Whatever. Petraeus comes out out of retirement. He's like raising man arena. <laughs> Could be cool. Could be cool. My first act in government. Oh, Seth Simons doesn't buy this military bit. Do you think the military is for Trump? You think the, the military would go with Trump? He gives them what they want. Lots, Lots of, of money. money. I think Biden would support the military just as much. Wasn't Biden once in the military? So does Biden. Lol. You oh, know, we're, we're um, a little I have a different. I have a different. I have a different take, and this was by way of my dad. But I don't. I don't. I actually think that the consensus on. Um, uh, national security is so strong that like both candidates are pretty much bought in. Like when we're like they're they're not they're supporting the yeah they're not quota. they're not like substantially different in terms of like their uh, their relationship with the military. Rather, the reason the military wouldn't step in is because it's not as um, like politically active in the sort of I mean, obviously, the military is politically active, but not in the uh, whatever civic arena uh, mm. as it would as it was in, in Latin American countries where like the military is a much like a much more important source of uh, authority and uh, democratic arbitration. I don't know. I think that's my that's what he said. He said they would never do that. He's like the American military is too disciplined to like they wouldn't do a coup. They would sort of stand back. They right. They Isn't the larger fear something about the Supreme Court, the election being contested? It goes to the Supreme Court and now it's all conservatives and they would give it to Trump. And so that's why that's how the election would get stolen. I haven't read the details of how it would. And we were just talking about this before we got on the podcast, actually, of whether or not we should be doing the trainings about getting ready for the coup, or if we should just improv it. Bro, if there's it's... a coup that we're not doing <laughs> shit, there's no. What am I going to do? We got it all set we're, up. Oh, yeah, I'm going to stream. Streaming. That's all. I'm going to play Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> we're not stopping that. Like, man, no, yeah, that's not. What are we going to do? I don't. Didn't the go to the training. I didn't do? go to the training. Yeah, I'm just going to take it live. I'm going to take it. Yeah, I'm going to take it. Best first thought, best thought. Yeah. I'm going to go to the presidential palace and and break the windows, you know, like. Yeah, beat Donald Trump to death like they did with Gaddafi. Yeah, pull him out in the streets and cut his hair, shave his head off, you know. And all the intellectuals that, and I mean, I'll get taken too. Yeah, no way. I'm gonna put you, no, you know, go to the countryside. No way. Yeah. Ten years of hard no labor. Way. No in, way. No way. We're a rural part of. No way. What about the cartoon? I'm in the middle class. I'm on the middle class <laughs> tribunal, and I'm getting all the people who oh, I've been no. documenting on Instagram, whose parents have a pool. Oh, that's no. right. Damn, yeah. yeah if you went home yeah, during coronavirus to a pool, I'm absolutely fucked. You're getting shot. You're, you're on up a against list. the wall. You're already on a list, and when you come in front of the middle class tribunal. We're uh, shooting you dead. There's a revolution. Of yeah. Murked and, and if the working class tribunal murked. comes through the middle class tribunal, then, well, you know, I'll yeah. have to think about what I've done. But 
Okay. Yeah. I'm in the car- I'm in the cartoonist tribunal. <laughs> And we're safe. We're a neutral party. Just doing funny walk cycles. We're doing walk cycles and yeah. one minute shorts. Yeah, exactly. We'll be safe. That can be that can be allowed in the the new world. A few miles at least. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up on there's a little debate going back and forth, I think. I can't wait till we're before the, the courts, the, the sedition courts. Jeremy says, What does the Navy do if there's a military coup or do they just have to watch from the water? Mm. Yep. I wish Jeremy was on the podcast so That's he could have given that great riff. Yeah, it's a great riff. He could have hit that. Damn. He could have hit the riff. If airplanes. Uh, oh, there's a lot of joking around going on in the chat. Okay. What if there was a coup and then a tank shot a tank shot a shell at the White House? Because because you know they say yeah. they say to a man with a hammer every problem is a nail and so there's a coup and then the military goes we got to solve this and there's like shoot, shoot the shoot the shell into the just the tank pulls up fucking blows up the White House yeah hmm yeah what what if well, the, huh? I heard in the Air Force um this is, this is going back to the rape thing which I think is bad but the rape well, thing yeah no oh, I think it's good no, do the rip I'm, I'm excited for whatever the first was rip but apparently in the air force there's like the most amount of sexual assault sort uh, of historically really yeah, more than sure more than even the soldiers that walk on the floor I think I think in it's like a newer part of the military and it's more male dominated uh-huh. Mm. You would think that it would be more of the people on the ground for some reason. I, I would think why. that too. I would think if you're in a plane, you gotta you're busy with the plane <laughs> yeah. stuff. You're yeah. on the ground. It's true. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, there's exactly. less people surprised. on the plane. It's like only two to a plane. Mm. And so, wait, why did you bring that up for the riff? What's the? Well, we're thinking of what di- different agencies uh, would do, and I was gonna say, kind of build off of Jeremy's riff and say, "Oh, well, the 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 Air Force couldn't do anything because they'd be in the sky, you know." Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I yeah. went to A to C and thought, <laughs> <laughs> thought I actually know an interesting fact about rape in, right. in the Air Force. So I'll bring that up instead. Man, how many times do you get to say that in your real <laughs> yeah, life? Huh? Exactly. How many times? Exactly. Uh, it's sorry. I'm just yeah. Well, I'm sort of worried. Here. Peter's been thinking about going home uh, this week, and I'm afraid that by the time he Peter's my roommate, by the time he gets back, you know, we'll all be in our different little militias. All have found my kind of local cell leader, and I'll be following them. And, and me and Peter will just lose touch. And by the time he's back, they won't be able to. Sorry. Uh, I was listening to you. I was listening. I was listening. Sorry. Love, Damn. Love. This is, this is Some, what's Something else came up and it's a little bit early. I just want, I was trying to do it silently. I was what? trying to, I was trying to uh, signal period. Sam silently. Damn. I do want to, I'm really, uh, Folks, um, you're talking too close to the mic. All right. I'm I, talking too close I to the mic. Something up. When you breathe, Sam, it's really audible. Like super audible. So maybe when you breathe, breathe out of the mic. And then talk. Hey, I'm talking now. Yeah, because Sarah was talking and you were like. (sighs) Well, I was so excited about what she was saying. I think that that's totally okay. Peter being in a different. He's going to get into a different militia. He's going to get into a different militia. Yes. Yeah. And I just want us to all be together in it. And, you know, I don't I don't want to be. I don't think I would want to be in your militia, Sarah, but I'd, I'd want to be in one near you, yours so we Why? can hang out. Because I'm going to be in a militia that's going Mine's all about stuff. ideas. <laughs> and you're, yeah. you're going on like, 
extremely sensitive missions and Mine's involve about, a lot of like tactical special missions. Yeah, yeah. Sure. it's gonna be kind of brutal, and we we can't have like a weak link. You know, <laughs> someone talking about someone talking about why people aren't talking to each other, or or like why you seem mad right now. That's kind of funny. Stuff. That's funny. That to change the subject a little bit. Um, I'm trying to finish my stand-up album. I'm almost done. Sorry for talking about it for months. I, it's the most embarrassing thing to me in the world is to talk forever about something that you have not finished doing. Um, but keep going, something keep going, going on. No, no, keep reading? going, keep going. Just ignore me, ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been hard for me to finish because the album is about friendship, and all of my friendships are going so well right now, and everyone is being so supportive and, and caring towards me in my life in a really um, beautiful, uninteresting way um, that I haven't been able to like think of the last few things I feel like I need to say to finish it. But then this week, I was hanging out with some people who were being childish and immature, and I was like, this is what I need, finally, some like people being annoying together. And I just have missed that all quarantine, like people acting, hmm. Hey, come on, hey, what's hey. the big idea? We're doing a <laughs> podcast over here. People acting immature and uh, hurting each other's feelings and stuff. Like, that's the stuff of life, and yeah. That's what you needed more of. I needed of. more of it, and I'm, I want to get back to it, and I miss that. Yeah. yeah, I understand. You you need more bad stuff to happen in your I'm life. So much like people, even people I haven't talked to in a long time, reaching out to me and being like, "Hey, I know we haven't been texting, but I, it doesn't matter. Like, I just want you to know I love you and like always be there. You know, oh, that's sweet. Kind of, it's so sweet. But I'm like, wow, you can't live a life made out of right. text like a, that. It's, you need a little bit of you need a little bit of friction. Yeah, exactly. I want to apologize about earlier. I didn't. I didn't mean to. Um, Act like my story didn't matter. No, you know what the thing <laughs> is. You know what the thing is. I have the. I have the task of sort of teching the show and also having to. So it's like it's like I'm trying to ba- balance two different things at the same time. I get time. that. So I'm sorry to. No, okay. Sorry that I interrupted your story. That's okay. It wasn't. No, I, Peter is leaving, and what happened? <laughs> what was it? Let's see what's going on in the chat. Let's check out the chat. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Seth, Seth and Jeremy are just kind of riffing with each other. Oh yes. Thank you, Carly. She says, Sarah, that was funny. Wow, what the fuck? Thank you. Man, I like that we're doing it like this. It's so fun. Yeah, I like it too. Um, hmm. What was the thing you wanted to talk about before then I said put a pin on it because of the election? I cannot remember. Uh, in my notes in my phone, I wrote down John Mulaney having high blood pressure, but none of those were the thing that I meant to talk about. Um, John Mulaney came out supporting Bernie Sanders. I love that. Did you text that? I didn't see that. What did he say? Oh, uh, he just said, he just made some joke on SNL and, um, I don't even know if, uh, he just said, uh, on Tuesday there's going to be on an elderly man contest and you can vote for your favorite elderly man. But don't worry, no matter what you do, nothing much will change in America. The rich will continue to prosper while the poor languish. Wow. Yep. And it's funny because when there's a fight that we've had that you've mentioned a bunch of times, you and I, where you were saying celebrities shouldn't have extra power. They shouldn't get an extra platform. Yes. And the reason you said that was because of something John Mulaney had said that you thought was stupid. Yes. Well, the reason I actually first said it was because... People are always on Dolly Parton's ass trying to get her to like comment on things politically. And uh, I I don't know. I feel mixed things about that. But John Mulaney, too. What, what do they say in the chat? It, John, um, 
Jeremy Levick, uh, an, an insider here, is telling us that he went to the FEC contribution <laughs> website and that Mulaney donated to Bernie in 2016. Nice. Me too. I'll $40. You know, honestly, I was kind of souring on Mulaney because I didn't like that last thing he did on Netflix with the kids. I thought it was I thought it was boo-boo. And then he said that <laughs> thing yesterday. And then I thought, mm, maybe he's not so lame after all. Yeah. I actually find it really hard to square the thing of like, he doesn't want to have kids, but he wanted to do the special with the kids. To me, there's something weird about that. I know it's like a really trivial thing and I'm like what? He, he what? wants them to be like co-workers yeah you want them <laughs> as your colleagues I think well that's you know you're touching actually on the on the very center of the truth of why the special wasn't good it's because he instrumentalized those kids he wasn't really <laughs> letting them be funny he was just writing adult things for them to for say, them to say yeah. so you're like this isn't about kids this is about John Mulaney wanting his like weird Broadway inside jokes because he loves that shit to be said by little kids and that's what you said, th those are not contradictions. It's not a bug, it's a feature. Mm. It's not a bug, it's a feature. I just think he's cute, and I like that he wears a suit, and it tells you that he respects the, the form. Mm -hmm. <laughs> John Mulaney. John Mulaney. He's trying to do the voice. Did you see the thing that he did with Nick Kroll, that live stage thing? I thought that was great. You saw it? I saw too much it. tuna? No, to it? Too much tuna? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, for no. sure. Too no, much no. tuna. Are Confirm in the chat. That's what that's called. No, no, no. It was called... um With Nick Kroll on Broadway? No, it was not called Too Much Tuna. It was called Oh Hello. Oh. <laughs> What's Too Much Tuna? That's the, the punchline of all the Oh Hello sketches is that they like serve a sandwich that has too much that's tuna so on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Oh Hello was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. I we also watched New Eric Andre. I also thought that was good, but I didn't have a big. I thought it was kind of sad. You thought it was sad? Why? I I maybe maybe I'm reading into something that wasn't true, but I felt a little bit like they were a little bit like um like old men doing an idea that they came up with at an earlier stage in their life, and they're sort Aww. of they're sort of um handcuffed to this. Dude, that's how I feel about how to with John Wilson. I'm like what. You don't agree? <laughs> well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. So go. Um, I don't know why I reacted so violently. That made me sad. This is one of those things. I got so many text messages from people being like, have you heard of this? Have you seen this? This is so you. You're going to love this. And like, I really was like anticipating watching it in an excited way. And I've seen his Vimeo videos before, and I really like them. Uh, Sam shared them with me and uh, the show to me seemed a little like didn't didn't we literally talk about this last night? A little passe like he already did it. He already did it on, on Vimeo in the last several years and years ago he made the thing he set out to do and already the thing that's on HBO is like uh, an impression of himself doing the thing he already did that he's probably done with I mean I can't like, speak well, for him what, but it just seems that's tired what, that's what sucks about TV it's like that guy he like grinded for years right. doing this really idiosyncratic thing and people on TV are like no we you know we're not gonna buy it until it's like so clear what you're gonna do once we concept give you the money. proven so, yeah, yeah the exactly. work is all done and then it's yeah. like and then it's like the okay now HBO is gonna give you money it's like fuck you I made it just put the videos I made on HBO and pay me for them but I'm not gonna totally I'm not going to make new ones. It's like I already did it. Yeah. So it just has that vibe to me where I'm like, oh, he's doing something. And it's like, it's interesting and it's fun and it's sweet. But it doesn't feel like he's like discovering the thing that he's trying to make happen. Because I think he already did that whole process. So. And let, let me say now, uh, dear listeners, that 
Um, if you want Raisin Man to do an HBO show, just buy our things that we already made now, okay? We're not going to make a new thing. This is us grinding, and this is the best it's going to get. <laughs> no. And if you pay us wow. a million dollars no, no, to no. make Bro, if this is no. the best it's going to get, can do it I better. I promise quit. we can do it better. We <laughs> yeah, can do it better. We should quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this is raw. This no. is raw. We're making no money. We don't have a Patreon. No. This, is when no. this isn't good. the best. I'm in a weird mood. The election's coming up. You know, it's been a really stressful time. It could be I, better. I, I am filled with rape facts that I keep telling, okay? This is the best Sam. it's going to get. Sam's making it really hard for us to edit that rape stuff out tomorrow morning by linking it throughout the whole episode. <laughs> well, you know, another thing, too, is that usually we use, uh, record all of our audio separately on different recorders, but this time we're going through a mixer, which is why I was a stickler about Sam's breathing, because I can't edit it out. This is it. The show, <laughs> this is it. I can't, I can't go in and edit out little things. It's all baked into one waveform mm. so if so the rape facts they're staying in <laughs> damn they're staying in damn. they're being amplified damn. oh my god i'm looking at it it's they're being amplified yeah. right now <laughs> yep exactly um jeremy i do work at a company called gartner why does he know that he's doxing sam why does he know that <laughs> dox sam's mom too dox his ass <laughs> i was gonna say parents but being sensitive. Uh, i kind of felt the same <laughs> <laughs> When <laughs> it dogs your dad, dude. <laughs> um, I felt the same about. Oh, I found you on. This. I donated a lot to Bernie. Wait, you can sure find did. randos. You can on find FEC? citizens, plain citizens. Wow, Ooh. that's insane. That's only famous. All right, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna ask Jeremy to go out on a task for us. Find <laughs> out how much each of us donated to Bernie on the FEC site. Yes, like the Magic Quadrant people. You're right. That's what is right, that? Billy Bam. Who's that? Gart creates creates this thing called the Magic Quadrant where they rate different companies. And Wait, different how does he know that? What is <laughs> I don't know how. Who, I don't even know who Billy Bamf is, bro. I Gardner. I feel like is something that only like five people know about. It's real underground shit. Bro, it's real you run underground in the wrong shit. Fucking circles. If you were a, an AI startup or yeah, you know so. some sort of cloud computing firm, you'd be on your knees kissing my damn feet. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that I felt a little bit the same about Eric Andre where I don't, there's a thing where you can't, I was watching it and I thought, Oh, is this over the hill? I don't know. But once the thought I was in my mind, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it with fresh mm -hmm. eyes. Once the worm had made its way yes. into my brain, I thought, Oh, this is over. But I, it, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just as good, but I couldn't, I couldn't divorce that from the feeling of like this, the time for this has ended. Yeah. It, I, I like, there is some sort of dissonance to see like a 40, 45 year old man be doing like ranch stuff and just be like, Oh, you're just playing the hits. Like this I is wish, the thing you I wish they had retired 20s. the ranch bit. That's yeah. funny. Everyone's saying that. The ranch bit. Yeah. I actually thought a lot of the other stuff was good. I thought that the, the new look of it was cool. I thought the way he looked was funny. There were a lot of gags that I thought were really good. But Hannibal there Burst is funny. funny stuff, yeah. But also, like, all the guests, too, like, are in on it now. They know about the Eric Andre right. show. Everyone knows about the Eric Andre show. Like, you can't, like, punk people, like, right. the way you used mm. to. You know, the fact that Hannibal, like, quit and stuff like that. It just feels you're sort of seeing it fray at the seams a little bit, you know? And I couldn't I couldn't help but... Even if it's not true, I couldn't help but see it. Yeah. Eric Andre. Damn. 
But I love that show. I think it's great. Yeah. There were some really funny gags when he goes to shake the woman's hand and, and he he's on a harness and he flies up. Very yeah. funny. Very, very good. Yeah. Larger. Who's Larger Moose? New name. Okay, new well, challenger. Well, the chat. Hello. They're, they're feels like they're trying to incorporate hits and Hannibal's fame into the new season, which doesn't work. Okay, Larger Moose. Well, who are you and where did you come from to be saying this? Jeremy says, I donated, but not, but less than Sam. Damn. Well, Sam's got that blood money on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Felipe? Well, he's working for Gardner. Meanwhile, oh, okay. I'm working for uh, cartoons. Cartoon, cartoons. <laughs> I'm making cartoons. You're working for, for little yeah. drawings. <laughs> I'm working for little Viacom. Yeah. Yeah. I work for some guy, so I'm yeah. safe. <laughs> a man, a man who knows another guy and who they have a special project. Sarah, have you ever gotten a, a DM? On uh, like on Twitter that from someone who's like, I want to be I want to like spoil you or send you money or something. No, you haven't gotten that. No, no one wants to give me any money. Donated earlier than me. June 20th. Well, because I knew, because I knew Bernie was onto some good shit before you. Bernie at was. first, you were like Warren. I'm so happy for Warren. I was like, no, yeah, dude. In 2015, really? I was like, really? Elizabeth Warren. I really hope she runs. I'm gonna donate Sam to took, her. Sam took a while to come around. He was, no, he was with Hillary Clinton first yes. until I had yes. to explain yeah, to him why. Twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, there's this guy, Bernie Sanders. You have to look into him. But you really wanted a woman. But you wanted a woman, right? I wanted a woman. Yes, I wanted a woman to to be the president. And I wanted someone competent who'd get the job done. That's and I true. think she would have been a great And be president. kind and sweet yes. while she did it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just thinking about, I don't really know what the tasks a president has to do are, but I thought, isn't it ironic that because, like, Joe Biden is so obviously senile and, like, yeah. just out to lunch. And it's like, Hillary would have been, in, in, this, in the purely, like, managerial sense, she would have been a better president. She would have gone to work and sat down and signed the papers. Biden's yes. going to kind of like Biden's just going to be like looking out the window. He's going to he's going to be like in the middle right. of the she garden. They're going to be like, bring Biden back in. He's like walking to the garden. Yeah. You know I mean? She would need like yeah. less handlers. Right. Because yeah. she could do more on her own. Man. You know, yeah. Biden's like they're going to have to put a baby gate. <laughs> like he's just going to be like waddling out. I and donated we'll, one month after you. This is so funny. <laughs> he's looking this stuff up. <laughs> well, Jeremy, uh, that was one month of turmoil for me. I wasn't convinced yet whether Bernie needed my $20. <laughs> yeah, I got pretty pissed at the Bernie campaign at a certain point. I donated as much as I could. Uh, I think it amounted to several hundred dollars by the end of all this. And um, I just felt like they weren't giving me enough information about what was going on with the campaign. I like needed more data so that we yeah, could get this you, thing won. You, got, you have to like, you want to tell Bernie where to go? Like, yes. Where, what, what, yes. What states to campaign And I was constantly and getting those texts yeah. that were like, we need to raise this much money. It's another FEC deadline, which is insane. There's an FEC deadline every six weeks I know, or something. I, I don't know. know what the fuck that the, is. And, these, and they're like, yeah. and this will strike the important yes. blow at corporate yes. America. This will yes. show them that we... And we, yeah. we have to raise another million dollars and I donate my $15 and I would text back, you know, I'd get the text, I'd text back and be like, I donated, how how close are we? How close are we? And they would never text back after that. Well, no, because they're supposed to make you think that you're really far. Like, I've been, I was looking at people who are posting emails that they're getting from the Biden campaign, and even though Biden's numbers look good, all the emails from the Biden campaign are like, scary. I'm, I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried. Biden's about to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Biden's losing big time, and you gotta get money. Yeah. Man. Open, they should have open sourced all the information. Yeah, get it on the blockchain. Do you still yeah. have the Bernie app, Sarah? Get, I do. I don't look at it, obviously, but I do. I'm I, still posting on the Bernie app. I every do. Day. I'm <laughs> looking for a girlfriend on the Bernie app. I'm on the Bernie Slack workspace. Just. 
sharing memes. Um, I report crimes that are happening in my neighborhood. What do you think it'll be like when Raisin Man is like over the hill? Because I really don't think we've peaked. I think we're like really struggling we're to like get good still. But once we'll get good someday and then we'll peak. Well, what is it going to look like? I think once you after you've peaked, that's kind of where it gets good. Or I or so I'd like to think after you're the after you get to the best you're going to be. That's when it gets good. Like. I guess I'm 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 thinking of peaking in terms of fame, but I'm thinking of peaking in terms of like quality of good. work, right? Mm. We're gonna be old, and we're, we're gonna talking be like, about like what our kids are doing and what who Will's they're do- having what sex Will's with, doing across the couch from us, <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, the podcast is who going pretty good. Yeah, the chat, a lot of people in the chat tonight talking, which we always enjoy. That's nice. Yeah, I'm uh, enjoying my show. What are you watching? I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs> and Will, just feel free to join the chat anytime you want. That's a great way to participate I with your friends. That's true, you do. Uh, this never happens. We're never supposed to be just me and Sam on the show, but <laughs> we'll give it a try. So why didn't you want to date me? We'll get that story yet. We'll get that story. We'll do that on. Yeah. Um, I I thought more about that story and and what what we could say about it if we did it again, but we won't do it tonight. Um, I was going to say about Raising Man Peaking. I was trying to think today. I was like, what's the point of like talk, talk show like this? It's like you're supposed to be saying something that's relevant, but is not quite what other people are saying. But it's something that's like so basic and true that once said will resonate in a profound way. And. I don't know. So I think that something like this would peak and that you would reach an age where you're just not really able to see something uh, in a keen way anymore. You Maybe you think you're seeing it. It's like how um, sort of over-the-hill edgelord comics are like give really controversial takes, but they're actually not even controversial anymore. They're really like level right. one. They're very boring. Yeah, and they're extremely yes. boring. Yeah, so I think we would also get to a point where like whatever our point of view is, which I wouldn't be able to describe exactly what it is, would be like, oh, yeah, that's like pretty hack. And potentially people would say it already is. I, I don't know, but that's what would happen. This is uncomfortable. Sorry. But we're, but we're also like <laughs> slinging out slurs and man, stuff like that. A man spreading. Slinging out slurs? What does Jeremy say? I think I found Sarah. If it's our Sarah, she's donated more than Felipe and less than Sam. I can't believe Sarah donated more than me. Wow. I'm extremely generous. Okay, now Felipe's getting canceled. I think I donated something like $500, so I'm not sure. Did you do it under a pseudonym? No, but I have one of the most common names in the world. Lady (laughs) Vengeance. Milady de Winter. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let me see. Just getting it. Oh, sit. Getting it reframed. Now, there we are. We're back on the nice camera now. I'm so comfy now. Um... Tom Perez is the father of someone I went to high school with, and he's constantly emailing me through the DNC. And uh, but like personal email style? No, you know, like because oh, I thought because if you had gone to high school with his kid, that, that Tom would be, like, be on her list. I'm gonna email Sarah personally. Yeah, I, and I really didn't like his kid in high school, so I always see that stuff, and I'm like, well, govern your daughter, brother, yeah, before you yeah. try to govern the country. She's yeah, mean. The, She's mean. The FEC deadline for your dumb daughter yeah. is coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he the labor secretary under Obama? Yeah. 
and then he was the head of the DNC, the chair, DNC chair, right? That's right. And That's he was right. kind of reviled because people wanted Keith Ellison. Yes. I guess people said his daughter was... It has yeah. your address <laughs> on it. Yeah. Yeah. The has your address on it. I think I found Sam. Oh, jeez, I found the receipt. It has Sarah's address on it. Current address? Okay, well, how, hey. say how much I donated to Jeremy. Jeremy. I'm not scared. Should you be, like, writing jokes or something, man? <laughs> like, I you have, like, a video you gotta go yeah. make, man. <laughs> and also say how much Sam donated, and then say how the embarrassingly small amount that Felipe donated. Wait, What's Will, going on, Will? Will's... My job's got canceled tomorrow. Yes! Oh, nice. Snow day! Will, have a beer. Crack snow a beer day! Open. Dude, get on the show. Get on the couch, <laughs> brother. Yeah. We'll do yeah, a little interview with you. <laughs> hey, what's up? Will, say something about... <laughs> My job got canceled, and I'm so excited because it's such a hard job. <laughs> uh, why means... it's raining tomorrow? Um, there's a wind advisory. Like wind advisory. The kids, the kids that Will teaches are going to get... Are gonna get blown away like leaves. Nice. I oh, didn't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Will watches little children at the park all outdoors, even if they have to rain. But that's not e- that's even. not what he gets paid for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not funny. his job. <laughs> Damn, yo, check this out. I donated 300. Uh, damn. Whoa, I only donated 174. Damn, you should have hustled harder, dude. What wow. the fuck? Yeah, okay. I should have donated more. Damn. I knew, I knew he was, I knew he was dead on arrival. So I was like, I'm not gonna spend damn, that, that much damn. money on this fucking dead man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> just gonna, just gonna get fucked. How is that a job? Who's Ray the kid? Yo, last night on Halloween, my mom made me homemade dildo. Oh, Ray the kid, you're not our friend or someone, right? <laughs> Ray Tiota. Lots of kids get arrested for watching Maybe. kids at the park. Not our friend Will, though. His job is to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. Ray the kid, if you are a friend, then I, then I accept that and acknowledge that. No, I'm new. Oh, hell well, welcome, yeah. Ray Sick. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, you can be Thanks our friend. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Sarah's, Sarah's the sort of sweet. Her powers are that I'm she's friendly. sweet and nice and friendly. Yeah. Felipe's kind of the tech guru, and he also slings jokes uh, right from the dick. hip. Yeah. Oh, it's and nice. Alex is welcoming you to the chat. He's a day one, so... Does anybody know how to get the Poggers emote? Oh my God, four hundred thirty-nine. Yeah, baby. Damn. Should we, just, should we like bleep out those me. numbers? <laughs> no, that's fine. Why would we? I want girls to know how much I do. Why would we? But how much do we make each? Make per hour, and then let's let's see. You can triangulate that. <laughs> Donating to a candidate is like going to the casino. You put in all your chips, and you know if your candidate wins, you're gonna make it all back either in Medicare for all or in tax cuts. Isn't that kind of? Do you like my theory? So I, I honestly was kind of looking at the chat when you said it. Damn, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I was listening. Oh, because wow, we're gambling so on Bernie. Yeah. Why? Why four hundred thirty nine and seventy cents? Yeah. When did you put seventy yeah, cents? What was that about? Well, that was right. That was right before uh, Super Tuesday, and I thought this will tip him over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the change, you said. Yeah, Carly, that's a lot of money, and just know that I'm I'm not afraid to spend that on you know anybody you know on a nice dinner out you know <laughs> on the, um yeah keep going with this riff <laughs> i'll let you i'll let you keep sam makes 300 an hour and it says the money comes out <laughs> <laughs> and the money comes out of the janitorial staff's benefits damn that's funny damn i, I think i'm gonna have to ban jeremy sort of we're front and center you're kind of backstage you can feed us facts maybe but not yeah. jokes you know, not yeah. jokes 
Maybe get Bob Odenkirk to <laughs> maybe get Bob Odenkirk to uh, tune in. <laughs> Tell him there's a podcast you like. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Fuck. Oh, I'm about to lose my health insurance in January. I'm gonna be 26. Oh no. Yeah, and I don't know what happens then. I've heard there's something you can get on. That's free, <laughs> right? Through the government, but I'll have to find out. Maybe, yeah. If you if you yeah. go so the certain poverty line. But I'm hoping uh, that just like for therapy and psychiatry and stuff, I can just go through my friends having therapists, and I can tell my friends my problems, and they can tell them to the yes. therapist yeah, as yeah, if it was yeah. their problem, yeah. and then tell me what the therapist said, and then I'll do that. I think that could be the move. Yeah. Telling your friends the problem. Yeah. And if you like break a leg or something too, you can do that <laughs> as well. You can tell your friends the problem and they can explain to the therapist. broken <laughs> leg. Yeah. And then they come back and, and we could operate on you. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, if they explain it to you in enough detail, I've lost all sort of like, I don't hold doctors above as like being like, they really know anything more totally. than anybody else. Not at all. Like, they don't, yeah. yeah. No, no. They're just going off of something they read. No, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, like, Googled how to do this sound, you know, how to get the mixer working, and, like, <laughs> like I'm comparable. sure I could Google how to yeah, do other stuff. Yeah. Well, every time Did someone give explains a to me, like, someone in my family has to get a surgery or something like that, they explain to me what's happening, and it's, like, it's actually very, it's quite, like, simple and intuitive whenever you hear surgery explained it to you, they're like, well, An you incision? go in, you cut it open, and then you, there's these two parts, and then you slice them and then you kind of put them together and sew them up and stuff and it's like yeah bro a baby could do that yeah exactly a freaking baby could do that it's like what that what tools they have are like glue and like sewing needles and And some idea of what how all the parts fit together yes yes which anyone can kind of figure out (laughs) minute of looking at a picture yeah what time is it uh Nine. Oh, nice. We got 15 more minutes to talk about anything we want. Yeah, I'm on, I'm having a blast. Hell yeah. I fucking love it. I love that we're sitting next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it feels natural. You say when you love something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to me because the whole idea of the podcast is like, oh, it's like how we would normally be hanging out. Sitting three on the couch, side by side. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> as tight as we can. In a, in a slowly warming up apartment. <laughs> it's really hot. It is yeah. hot. It's You're like right a warm that. bathtub in which warm, hot water is slowly dripping into it, you know, and it's just getting warmer and warmer and warmer. Yeah. Well, um, you know, there's always a level of artifice. I don't think we can ever get it to be, you know, we're, we're just talking. There's always going to be a little bit of something. Do like you think that. there's a level of artifice even when we're not on the podcast? Um, I in a way yes. That because don't we all wear masks all the time? Not me, not when I'm in my yeah. pod. <laughs> it when we're hanging out, just the four of us too. All, all also we we say things that Jeremy says that are funny. Yeah, we say and, and funny we, stuff too, like that, <laughs> and yeah. we laugh. At, yeah, we laugh at them. <laughs> I was thinking this. Um, it's just something corny. I was just literally sitting in my bed this morning looking out the window thinking about which of my friends love me conditionally and which love me unconditionally. And I was thinking about it in terms of like, what if I, from like this day going forward, like every time you hung out with me, I was just kind of annoying and I wasn't really that fun or nice. And like, or maybe I was, but there was just something about me that was annoying. How long would it take till you were, didn't want to be my friend anymore? Or are we good enough friends that it wouldn't matter? I think it's all conditionally. 
I was thinking even like <laughs> you even like you have to unfortunately every, you know you have to do the job of like being likable to your family. Mm. Um, totally. And I do a bad job at that. You think you're not likable to your family? Not so much. I'm kind of a wretch. But keep going at your your theory. I know. I mean, that's kind of as far as it goes. Yeah. I think yeah. you know, it's like I think there's a problem with people who like struggle with you know like depression and they feel like they're like um uh, tiring their friends out and it's like unfortunately you have to kind of charm your friends into listening to your problems you have to like mix and match like i'm gonna be fun today and then i'm getting up karma for the day that i need help you know you can't always be like i'm a bummer blah 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 it's true it's true there are certain friends of mine who have reoccurring depressive episodes and i always know they're depressed because i get the thought why is that person like so annoying all the time? Like, they're so not fun to hang out with. And I'm like, oh, they're going through something. I think, Sarah, it, the way it would actualize is you'd slowly stop getting invites to dinner. Sure. And then we'd only Here. hang out. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we'd only hang out. When we needed to do the show. And then finally, uh, not even then, I wouldn't talk to you even to friend groups. And it would just be during Raisin Man. Wow. But we would still do the podcast. We'd have to. Yeah. And then, and no, and then I'd be like. I'd be like, hey, maybe we just do it from our, from our, our separate house. apartments. Yeah, this time around. And then we mute Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the she, audio got corrupted She's, just, she's again. just going and going and talking <laughs> and talking, and we're just don't listen. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, I don't think you would. I think you couldn't. I don't know. Anything, even if you No, tried. but what if it... Oh, that's very sweet. But what if it happened, though? Yeah, that's what I wonder. I don't know. Or, you know, people change and it's happens. What if you were like that guy who got the, um, the big, uh, metal beam through his frontal lobe yeah. and his personality changed? Yeah. You got a beam through your frontal lobe and you became kind of annoying and like, um, liked corny stuff. Kept tweeting, kept cringe. starting to do like, yeah, you kept tweeting cringe, but doing like huge numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Just being like. I don't know, just saying cringy stuff. That would that would be Felipe's Achilles heel, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. To see you go viral doing shitty stuff. I think that would be the worst thing a friend could do. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would make me madder. Someone's they, adding yeah, you in the do chat. Do you use the Pomodoro technique? Uh, what is that? Pomodoro technique. Well, I've heard of that. About what is the Pomodoro technique? What's the Pomodoro technique? And also, technique? who is really... Who are you? Really good and Twitch. Who, who, what's their name? Really good Twitch. We got a bunch of new people in chat tonight. Yeah. Who said I would put in the work to make you, you not lame again? Natalie? Oh, is... That's sweet. And then the kitchen says, I don't think Felipe jelks. And jelking is when you try to make your penis bigger by grabbing it from the base and sort of squeezing and pushing out Whoa. to sort of stretch it out. Oh, I had no idea. I'm Mark. Doing that every morning. Focus productivity technique. Mark. Mark Zemlinski. Oh, I think I used to do uh, 25 minutes of work and then five minutes off. I used to do that. Uh, what do you yeah. call it? Pomodoro no, sometimes technique. Sometimes I do that in certain days, too. Pomodoro. Mm. The Pomodoro technique. Los Pomodoro. The Parmesan Parmesan technique. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah. Where you get to eat, you eat Parmesan every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you very focused. Yeah. Jeremy, what's something funny about that? Yeah. Jeremy, save us. Jeremy, please. Bail us out. The, set us up with a funny joke. Bail um, us out, brother. But maybe text it so tell us, no one sees him. Tell chat. us more <laughs> FEC. Tell us more information from the FEC website. <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing. How much did Will donate to Bernie? <laughs> <laughs> Bail us out. I will say this, Jeremy, and I said it, <laughs> I said it to you personally, but I thought you and Rajat 
came off very lovely in your little interview. And I thought to myself, oh, he's he's coming. Italian content. First thought. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that the more that the more we engage with the chat, the less replay value it'll have as a podcast. Okay, sorry you know, to the my mom recorded audience. Only listens to the podcast though, and she loves the chat. Really, she likes that we talk. Uh, she likes chat. to talk about the chat. She's like, and and then when Seth comes in, I love it. Yeah, Seth. Wait, the other day, the other day. So I know my dad listens, but I didn't know. I uh, I didn't know that my mom listened. And then the other day. She goes, she goes, Feli, the image of Sam listening to porn in the bodega. I just thought it was so funny. That's what she liked. Wow. That That's rules. She liked. That rules. That's lovely. And then, you know, it's funny. My mom doesn't sound like, hi, I'm a mom. She doesn't sound like that at all. She's actually a kind of... She sounds like a regular woman. It's she, funny. Every time you talk to your mom, you go, hi, mommy. <laughs> hi, mommy. Yeah, that's how you talk yeah. to her. It's uh, freaky. Yeah. yeah it's that's fr- how I talk to her. Yeah, we have a little, vo- <laughs> little voices we do with each other. <laughs> but all my siblings, not just me and my mom. <laughs> yeah. You I, don't talk like that with Cole. No, my siblings talk like that to my mom. Oh, okay. It's not just. But ah, you and your my, sister, you go, hi, Lily. Yeah, I do that too. Kill, killy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Felipe, you have like a funny language that you speak. With yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Hey, I what's do. that language that you speak? It's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> my voice goes up like three pitches, and I start yelling. That's the no, voice I hear my parents. Felipe yells all the time with his dad. He's like, "Pero de like, I thought they were, he was arguing, but then you realize he's like agreeing with his dad yeah, about something. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Bernie, Maybe. we do. Yeah, we do care about. But, and Seth, you should know that my mom likes you. She wants to know who you are. Yeah, I was Seth. I was at a, a sm- I won't call it a party. Small Halloween gathering last night, where someone was there who follows you on Twitter, who was like, "Who is Seth?" And I was thrilled, you know, to, to, get, to, to get to explain. Nice. <laughs> it's nice when someone asks. When someone tees you up to give a long explanation about something you know a lot that about. That most people don't have a passing interest in. Not that people don't yeah. care, Seth, but, you know, people on the street, they don't know. I can't explain. But there the is, poems and... There the is, like, thing. a whole universe. Seth is a, a universe unto himself. <laughs> true. It's true. The things I see Tim Dillon tweet about Seth <laughs> and back with Seth Sanders tweets about I know. Tim well, Dillon. He's, it's a fascinating world. You know, when, when a friend of mine gets talked about on my favorite podcast, Come Town, that's when I know they've made it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um... What what happened? So the, st- the owner of the stand was getting mad at Seth. Well, it's funny. I'm trying to think, uh, Seth, of what I can really say about all of this stuff. I guess anything I want. The owner of the what's the basement one called that Louis goes to in the intro? The cellar. The, the cellar. cellar. Yeah, Is that we'll the back, one? We're gonna back you up. On whatever <laughs> Noam yeah. Dorman calls Seth and kind of chats with him casually all the time so they've Wait, actually really? sort of become unlikely friends they're Seth, friends? you can confirm that also if you want me to take this out of the podcast we can take it out tomorrow morning holy moly um, so they're they're friends right seth uh comedy seller and oh, he's uh, a, keep in mind he's like three minutes behind on the oh, sorry <laughs> um cool confirmed that's cool yeah but the owner of the stand another comedy club 
really doesn't like Seth and calls him hashtag surface Seth, which is like the softest insult that Seth does surface level journalism, (laughs) 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 which is extremely funny considering Seth does extremely esoteric, like deep, overly detailed for any kind of mainstream audience. No one else has done that. No one else has done that. Who knew it was even possible? Yeah. 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 Um, So it's just like extremely ironic. Uh, Calling him surface. (laughs) (laughs) I also can edit this up, but my favorite nickname for Seth was uh, Sex Pest Seth. It is that was funny. my favorite one. It's pretty funny <laughs> to think that they, it, it's all made up. They could call you anything they want, and it's just such gentle insults, practically. What does he say? Chris, an anti vaxxer who is truly not smart enough to dunk on me. Yeah. So he doesn't like Seth, and he doesn't like Seth's poems. And so he did share a poem of Seth's on a medium post, and that poem features me his, as Seth's friend inside the poem. And so I saw that, and I was like, I can't wait to. You know, tell my family that comedy in New York is going really good and lots of interesting sort of exciting things are happening. Seth, <laughs> next time you write some poem that all those guys want to like make fun of, make sure to put in Raisin Man on it. <laughs> and the direction and, of the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash FDeploy. Yeah, yeah. So people can go find it. Yeah. We love our fans. Um, damn. I could not. I if, if I ever had even like a little bit of beef online, I would just... I would just totally die. crumble. Yeah. yeah. I would just fucking totally. Well, I it, it it genuinely makes me think about the final thing we talked we thought about talking about which is the Glenn Greenwald thing. But <laughs> but it does make me think that guy Glenn just beefs with everybody on Twitter. Mm. Like he beefs so much on Twitter and I don't know. That's just, it just seems to me like part of the part of the game he's he's like a he's like a lightning rod for a lot of big opinions that people have Simeon's telling me he's rendering out the latest animatic to the cartoon we're making you should have it in your inbox shortly thanks for using uh <laughs> thanks for using the occasion this occasion to let me know <laughs> thank you Simeon hey I go to I go to a moment as any yeah well it's funny can you say something about what's going on with little Edie and that you're getting lots of followers from it and people are really responding what do people respond they dm you and they're like this really speaks to me yeah people I have fans now who really like little Edie a guy made stickers out of little Edie a guy made um Mm. fan art people like tweet you know like just yeah dm me about it i got like a bunch of new followers because this artist alex graham um re regrammed me um people are just responding to it and by the by the tragic irony of um of art you know as soon as people start liking it i go oh no i hate it now. no no i don't hate it no, but i don't hate it but you know it's that thing where uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say because I don't hate it. I'm having a lot of fun, actually. I just came out with like a really long story arc that's like taking place right now. It's going to go to like for 20 strips. So I'm excited. 20 to strips. Folks, you heard it here first. Yeah. 20 wow. strips story arc. The longest little Edie in history. It's never been that long. that long. No way. Yeah. I'm a fan of little Edie. I, but I really like... Um, not the Armenian, but his friend. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Yeah. He's my favorite. He's yeah. kind of pathetic. He's a pathetic He's pathetic, figure. but he's tough. It's true. Yeah. He gets hit with chains. Oh, one. look, he just got a little ED follower. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you, my, thank you, my friend. Yeah, Felipe, rendering out a ProRes 444 and a few cut down H264 <laughs> should be... Thank you. No pressure. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if anyone's rendering anything for Sarah or I, let us know in the chat. I'm really awaiting. So no pressure radio is Alex. I did sound for Alex's shoot last weekend and he hasn't listened to any of it. And I don't usually do sound for a shoot. And I'm really waiting for that text <laughs> message about, you know, so what's what, been great. What did we, what did we get there? <laughs> did we catch anything or yeah. What's it going to be like? There was a fly in front of the microphone and it was really loud. <laughs> you can only hear the sound of the fly. <laughs> imagine if that happened well we're coming up on kind of the end so i want to say i wish everyone a really happy election day made the best candidate win mm-hmm. and um yeah i god and the, the american people will know who deserves it and they'll choose and so there's no hard feelings either way ultimately no it's true the the whole point of democracy is that sometimes you oh what the fuck we lost our light. Oh, we lost the light. Oh, that's okay. We're, we're going into nighttime, so yeah. settle down, go to sleep. Well, the whole yep. <laughs> I'm going to go already asleep. The whole point, the whole point of democracy, I was going to say, is that sometimes you know you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Right? Is that the saying? Yes, you get what you get, you don't get yeah. upset. You get what you get, and you don't get upset that's the because First Amendment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it's like okay, obviously everybody wants their candidate to win, but the whole point is that everybody gets to vote. So yeah. Um, Felipe, um, let's see some different things. Okay, people are people go, are going off on, on the chat. Okay, Alex. Well, what's a code word so that if I did do the sound good, if you say that, I'll know that it means I actually did it good. Maybe you could say something. Uh, yeah. I was I was doing an open mic, I think, on election night in uh, in um a Providence venue called the Fire Firehouse Fifty One or something like that, and it was a real uh, a real crappy place. Um, and I bombed every single night and I was bad and not funny. So we're already ahead. So Win or lose. Yes. Four you know, years later. Yep. Four years later, I am, mm, well, I think I'm probably, I got better at stand up, but then because of not, it. I've, yeah, I've gone back to what, what I was back in Providence. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, I must say that during coronavirus, I never thought that, I would be in a situation where I'd be streaming live from my apartment <laughs> with like my friends each holding mics yeah. doing this. But it, such is the state, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I, in 2016, if I was aware of Simple Town, but I think by, you guys existed then, right? <laughs> and I remember it being did. like on the internet because Caroline knew about it, right? Wait, not in 2016. Not in 2016. No, I guess I can't no. keep track. Yeah, then I won't recall. I won't make any connections. I had a horrible boyfriend in 2016 and, you know, we're not dating anymore. So already, you know. Well, that's what win. I was, I, did I say, I, maybe I said this on another one, on another Raising Man, but it's like, obviously there's kind of the country and climate change and all of those things sure. but <laughs> the turnover will also mark up change in my life and so that's kind of nice you know you get a new president to be like okay new stage um yeah you get to dress a whole new way now yep yeah you get to it's like when you go to a new middle school and you're like i'm gonna be a whole new guy i'm gonna because no one knows me at this middle school so i'm just gonna be like cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think that's what we can do Starting Starting on Tuesday. A little bit cooler, a little bit different. I do hope that if Trump wins, though, he's like, okay, I'm going to, like, change it up and I'm going to... It's like it's like with Eric Andre, like, okay, he comes back for another season, but he has he's bald and he has a new suit. So I hope Trump does something like that where he's like, you're not going to regret it. I'm going to, like, shake it up a little bit. Mm. I think that he should do that. 
Maybe get a new healthcare right. man. Yeah. And yeah. we ask all of our followers, how are you going to shake it up starting on Tuesday and kind of change things and be different? Mm-hmm. That you don't have to answer in the chat. You can, or you can just something to think about. All right, everybody. And we'll see you at our special live election night coverage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll streaming. Alex Jones and Tim Dillon on the podcast. We're going to get fucked up. And we're going to be live until it results. settles. We're not cutting until we know who the president is. Even if it takes days. Wait, what the Can't, f- cannot wait. Actually, we're having special guests next week, so really tune in. It's going to be really fun. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Special next week, uh, Chase and Brooke. Brooke, who have a show almost at the exact same time as ours. So this is our way to steal their viewership <laughs> and stop them from cutting into our audience. It's called yeah. Chase and Brooke Talk for an Hour. You should listen to the whole... There's not very many episodes. There's like six or seven. Listen so to the whole body work, the whole corpus. And then you get to see them on a Raisin Man Twitch stream. And ask your questions in the chat that you've been dying to ask. Jason Brooke. Everybody, have a good night. Thank you for listening. Raisin Man Arena.